do that. There we go. And yeah, now I need to do one more thing, which is this. Because it is time again for another fun-filled edition of Insert Title Here. And uh, no pre-talk, uh, pre-show talk or banter. Just get right to it. Just right to it. There we go. It's uh, that's that's how we roll here. So we are. Um, it's Monday again. It is 8 p.m. And it's also August of. Uh, August twenty second, two thousand sixteen. We we we, are, we have made it more than halfway through August. Where has the summer gone? But uh, time flies when you're having fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Where, have you been having fun? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I took a nice long oh, weekend. Okay. Cool. Went down the Jersey Shore. Uh, went for a nice swim or two or three. Cool. But, With or without your phone. Uh, without the phone. There, <laughs> okay. There are some mistakes that you don't make a second time. Right. Swimming with the phone in your pocket yeah. is one of those mistakes. Why? F- fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Because fool, shame on me, right? It's one thing to reach for your phone, <clears throat> put it in the pocket on your bathing suit, and think to yourself, there's no way I'll forget about this and go swimming with it in there. When you've never done that before. It's another thing to reach for the phone, put it in the pocket of your bathing suit, and go, oh, surely I'm not stupid enough to do that again. No, you are. The pocket is no longer an option for you. So So just sew the pocket closed? (laughs) No, I'm not sewed it closed, but it may as well be sewed closed because I I am not. Or cut the bottom out of it. So you put anything in the pocket, it goes straight to the floor. There you go. Which which is right. is not wet, hopefully. Right, 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 right. Right. No. I like those uh, Samsung. Is it Samsung that has a new phone that? Hey, it's waterproof. Uh, you know, holy crap! I'd like to test that. Eight hundred bucks, probably. It, it's waterproof. Well, in they the could. Sense... I think it could be made easily made waterproof. You, you know, I mean, the thing is, though, is that. These phones have seams and holes, and you know you got the speaker, you got the headphone yeah. jack, you got a lot of points of entry. I mean, splash proof is one thing, but is it really submergible? Take it in the ocean, and it's fine. Waterproof, or is it uh, just not susceptible to splash? Let's try it on your new phone. <laughs> uh, well, I know, I know, my new phone is not advertising anything close to that. So. Uh, and, and I, I'm not spending the 800 bucks on the top of the line Samsung water uh, resistant phone, um, but uh, you know we do have to. I, I've noticed something that I, I think we need to bring up, and people are not following my lead on Twitter. You know, you people are time and time again. I make up stupid hashtags on Twitter, and no one follows them. I finally come up with a good one, and still. No one follows my hashtag. Uh, 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 Brian, you disappoint me because you have a Dunkin' Donuts nearby now. <laughs> Don't you? I guess I didn't see your tweet about uh, you, whatever you, you're talking you, about. You didn't see my multiple tweets every uh, on a daily basis over the whole weekend asking, where's the coconut? 
I guess I was out of touch. Uh, you, you, yeah, you're, you're, you're. Reality you're, was not there, and and to be, <clears throat> to be honest, yeah. Rather than having a weekend, I had kind of like a middle of the week. Uh, I I see. On Tuesday evening, I got in the car and went to Pacific Grove to stay the night, and then the next morning, I hopped in the car went to see Santa Maria to see my folks and then headed back on, on Friday. So it was kind of middle of the week. See the, see the parents. I see. So you were so out I of was touch. Kind of out of touch. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, Dunkin Donuts has a, a lot of varieties, a lot of lines of donuts. Uh, of course, the most uh, yeah. famous and popular being the Boston cream. Um, and of course, you know, they got glazed, uh, they, they got, they got, uh, your, your, your standard donut with frosting on the top, which could be vanilla or chocolate or strawberry, uh, with or without sprinkles. Um, and, and, you know, they got the French crawler, you know, they got the, uh, but, but, uh, they, they got the jelly, uh, they got some kind of key lime square thing going there now, uh, which was all right. Um, you know, but Dunkin' Donuts has expanded into a lot of different things from what they were doing in my childhood and uh, certainly in, in your childhood, uh, even more so. But heck, in my childhood, it was you know, donuts and coffee. You know that that was what Dunkin' Donuts was: donuts and coffee. That's that. What more do you need from a Dunkin' Donuts? And at some point, they uh, brought the breakfast sandwich in, and and croissants and 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 uh, uh, more varieties of coffee. Uh, and uh, muffins and, and uh, sandwiches, um, and y- you know, and, and I and I think that takes up shelf space. But you know, there are certain things that you kind of take uh, for granted uh, in, in your childhood. You know, typically when my dad would go out and buy uh, Dunkin' Donuts, he he had a Boston cream for everyone, and and a second donut for everyone. And if he didn't ask you and you didn't know what you wanted. He he threw in some you know chocolate donuts covered in coconut, and you know th- those are good, but I didn't pick it, and it was the same thing every time. So at some point I stopped asking for the coconut, and I was like, uh, "Could you get me that funny shaped one? What do you mean the funny shaped one? You know the funny shape? Oh, French crawler? Yeah." So I always, always ask for a Boston cream and a French crawler, and um, one day it kind of hit me when I'm looking at all the donuts trying to fill a dozen donuts. Where's the coconut? I haven't had a coconut donut in years. There's no coconut donut. And, and I mean, they had plain with coconut. They had chocolate with coconut. And they had some other thing called butternut, which also had coconut on it, but was different somehow. And, and they don't have any of these donuts anymore. And where? How did this? This was a standard staple donut. Where is the coconut? Where did the coconut go? Why is there no coconut? I mean, here, let me let me uh, show you. For those of you on the YouTube uh, stream, you know, I got lots of pictures of coconut donuts right here in front of me. I do a Google image search for Dunkin' Donuts coconut donut. Uh, I, I have visual confirmation that this did exist at one point in time. I'm not making this up. I mean, see here, a picture, nice big chocolate donut covered in coconut, bite taken out of it. Doesn't that look delicious there, Brian? Definitely, although... Whoa, um, I got a lot of beeps there. Definitely, although... Uh, let's try that again. 
uh, yeah, it looks good, except for the bite that's taken out of it. Well, yeah. Well, well, what if that was your donut and you already took that bite out? I, I mean, okay. Um, you, hey, you. Then it's a hundred percent. There you go. There you go. I, I mean, he, instead he, of what, it's about eighty percent left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's a plain coconut donut that looks good. Uh, I believe this was the butternut donut. Uh, the butternut, I think, looked like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, here we go. Here's another picture of the the uh, chocolate coconut donut. Um, you know, it's 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 a delicious donut. And it's just it's just disappeared. I, I, I you know, and, and I'd ask you if you've noticed the same thing, Brian, but you you've been living in the land of no Dunkin' Donuts for some years until yeah. more recently. Yeah. Well, I, I never actually did that much in Dunkin' Donuts anyway, because we had other donuts. <coughs> ah, sorry. That's we okay. had other donut shops. But, uh, you, you know, let's see if Venison's knows the same thing. Hell, Venison, where's the you coconut? Know what? Good. I'm glad it's gone. What the fuck? Do you don't like uh, coconut? No, I'm like his enemy Sam. I hate coconut. Oh, come on. It was one of the oh. best donuts. No, it wasn't. You, you know, I'm starting to debate. Should we start calling, like, local Dunkin' Donuts in the area and ask them if they have coconut donuts? And see, you know, is this is this a plague across the nation? Or or is this regional? I mean, uh, what, kind of, what kind of Dunkin' Donut do you get, Venison? Ah, uh, me, I get the honey dipped. I get that, uh... You know, those cream-filled ones where you got that blob of chocolate or an or vanilla hanging out of it. Boston cream. Uh, oh, that's right. Bavarian cream. I love the Bavarian creams. Now, you know, I always prefer... Oh, yeah. That's, those are good. You know, to me, uh, as a kid, I always found the Bavarian cream uh, rather uh, disappointing because, uh, you no. know, well, growing up, Boston cream was the standard staple, and the Boston cream came with chocolate frosting on top. And and when Dad brought home a box of donuts that were, you know, these sugar-coated cream-filled donuts, it's like, where's the chocolate? Hashtag where's the chocolate was what was breaking out at the breakfast table that morning. Um, I could go either way on it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I'm in Cho- ver- Chocolate's always going to be around. You can always find chocolate somewhere. Yeah. So. Uh, so Bavarian cream came out to be a nice difference. Although a lot of the varieties you mentioned, I also don't see anymore. I don't see the honey dipped anymore on the shelf. Uh, you talked about the 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 white, <laughs> the, the the vanilla cream and the chocolate cream, like that vanilla like white vanilla cream and and the chocolate cream ones that are sugar uh, coated. Those I, I I don't see on the shelf anymore either. Now I want possible i i uh no i well i went to dunkin donuts four days in a row why because i was visiting uh my parents and i needed to get a decent cup of coffee every morning and uh that was uh you know that meant to walk down the street to the dunkin donuts and you know i was buying uh donuts and no they don't have those they uh they pretty much had your your ring donuts with your chocolate vanilla or strawberry frosting they, they had glaze they had chocolate glaze they had blueberry glazed uh boston cream bavarian cream but no white cream, no chocolate cream. Uh, they had jelly, but they didn't have jelly with powdered sugar on them. They had that French must have been a really cheap one because you know they they have to have the honey dip. That's the standard donut of the whole plate: the honey dip and this larger cousin, the bow tie. Well, should we call the uh, local Attleboro Dunkin' Donuts here and find out if I can get coconut in my hometown? <laughs> yeah, and find out if they do have the you know honey dip. <laughs> 
Uh, you know what? Dunkin' Donuts in Attleboro closes at eight. There's no donuts after eight. I can't call them. Wow. In, but but I That's I have. I mean, about cheap. Our Dunkin' Donuts out here say open to eleven. Well, now now I have started tweeting uh, at Dunkin' Donuts every morning when I went to Dunkin' Donuts and bought their delicious coffee and their uh, varieties of donuts without coconut on them. I uh, sent a tweet to them asking them where's the coconut hashtag Where's the coconut? Dunkin' Donuts has not responded to any of my tweets so far. <laughs> they heard about you. I, you know, the, <laughs> hey, I'm just. I'm just looking. I'm not complaining about you know. Uh, I just want a donut. It's <laughs> they make donuts. The name of the establishment is Dunkin' Donuts. How ridiculous is it to you know request a little coconut, which has been a staple for years? Save save venison. Yeah, I if think it, like I said, they they just cheapened out in the ones you're at. <laughs> venison. Yeah. Are you familiar with uh, Panera Bread? Yeah, I've been you know. seeing them a lot around here. Yeah, have you been to one? No. You want to have some fun? How's that? <laughs> you go into Panera Bread. That's the name of the place. You know, they sell sandwiches, and you just look at the menu board, and it's all sandwiches. Uh, ask for a bread menu. You'll get some strange looks. Hey, dude, it's in your name. They don't have a bread menu? They don't have a bread menu. You'll just get a straight. Just do that sometime. Just walk in and ask for a bread menu. And you'll get this, you know, this, oh, my God, look. (laughs) Okay. Just as, you know, it's a hobby thing. You know, that's, you know. This is is your new hobby? The reaction you get. Yeah, I, 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 I did it once, humor. and I got yeah. a strange look. And I, I bet you that's the thing that, you know. I I found an 800 number for Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I could see them doing that strange look for a strange person. <laughs> but why wouldn't they have a bread menu to tell you what kind of breads that they have? <laughs> Part of the deal is they're out of a lot of bread all the time. You know, I don't know what the rule is. I don't know what the deal is. So... You know, just have some fun with it, and not try to go crazy. Don't don't go all gators on them. Uh, oh, hey, hey, what do you mean? Go... <laughs> I I resemble that remark. Exactly, Where's you the... do. Where's the fucking bread menu? <laughs> I come in here for for bread. I want to see all different types. You have you only have a fucking menu. I, 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 you know, it, it, it's in the name. Uh-huh. We got you down. All right, let's see if I can. Uh, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna get the uh, Dunkin' Donuts eight hundred number added to our uh, group call here, and, and uh-huh. see if we can get to the bottom of this. Hours are from Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, come on. You can send us an email through the Contact Us page on DunkinDonuts.com or BaskinRobbins.com. Uh, Ooh, Baskin Robbins and Dunkin Donuts? Our office Donuts? is currently closed. Our normal hours are from Monday through Friday, hey, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Can we leave a message? Your name is time. Jonathan. You can send us an yourself. email through the Contact Us page on DunkinDonuts.com or BaskinRobbins.com. 
Could, could, mm. could, could, I, could I leave that's a message? It, maybe. Our office is currently closed. Our normal hours are... Fr- okay, I guess that's not happening. Uh, wow. Uh, man, you know, you know what? Fuck them. I'm done. No more Dunkin' Donuts. I'll find someplace else to get my donuts. Someplace that has coconut. Okay. Ah, uh, whatever. You know no, what? I, I don't even know if our Dunkin' Donuts has coconut or not. I probably should uh, take a visit to our Attleboro uh, Dunkin' Donuts, see if they have it. But Lavalette, New Jersey, no coconut. Good, because they make me throw up. Yeah, whatever. Some people yeah. like coconut. Yeah, well, you know, you chew them, and you chew them, and you chew them, and they don't dissolve, and then they're all fluffy, and you try to swallow them. And they scrape against your uvula, which causes a gag reflex. Next thing you know, you're throwing up. I I, I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you know, that's, that's always happened whenever I had coconut, except in a mouse bar. As long as the coconut was still moist and trapped inside all that gooeyness, then it was fine. What, but, what, what about macaroons? Hey, I don't like macaroons. <laughs> Okay, well, Mounds Bars are good. That's about the only place I can have them. So, how was your week, Brian? Uh, pretty good. You look a little preoccupied there. I'm multitasking. I see. He is hard at work. I found out that the Raspberry Pi, you know, you can uh, set up all kinds of different OSs on it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there's a Windows 10. Of course, it's without the GUI, which is how do you call it Windows? Right. There's no Windows in the win- It's Windows. Yeah. There's free a Windows. Ubuntu. Right. Raspbian, which is really Debian. Right. You know, uh, a whole whole bunch of others, but probably one of the weakest support is Android. Huh. Uh, so I found there is a uh, Android 5.1 Lollipop. That's available for the Raspberry Pi 2B only. Hmm. It doesn't work with 3. And we talked to him and says, well, that's all we got. Well, that sucks. And that was like over a year ago that there were that this guy's playing with it. And there's still, you know, only birds tweet. Ah, I don't know. No Droid so, on Pi, then. Or very limited options of Droid yeah, limited. on Pi. So, anyway, so I downloaded the image, and I'm gonna. Uh, I'm attempting to create a, uh, you know, a, 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 a bootable deal. Hmm. Well, that'll be interesting to find out as we get into the second uh, half of the show how uh, well that comes along. Um, anyways... Uh, next week is going to be an exciting week on the show because uh, next week we're going to start our four-week trial period of simulcasting on the uh, NHB show uh, stream. Uh, so, you know, uh, thank you to Damon and Liam for uh, giving us this opportunity to kind of try things out. And, you know, I kind of want to, you know, get something ready for next week's show and bring our A game. So I'm going to, you know, I got a brand new SD card. And, and I've got I've been playing around with the capture card a little bit, so we might do a little bit of kind of a review of what we've done uh, with RetroPie, and um, yeah, it, it could be it'll be fun. But we'll also have other fun things to do, you know, the coconut update, of course. 
you know, it's Coconut Watch 2016 here on the uh, on the show, and uh, and, and you know, and once we find, uh, you know, what I think what we really ultimately need to where we need to go with this bit is we need to find the nearest Dunkin' Donuts to venison that serves coconut donuts and take a trip down there and deliver him a full dozen coconut donuts. Yeah, right. I just scrape them all off. <laughs> That's you know you know now I have an aunt that did that because when she went her made you know her green cake that was almost like my other aunts you know and these these were delicious cakes except one you know she refuses I even begged her was like hey you know, can you do this at least half the cake don't put coconut on it nope ain't no way shredded coconut all over the damn thing it takes a long Time to get all that coconut off to leave the icing. You, you know, yeah. Hey, that coconut. Well, well, you know, hey, you, you, you know what? I, I next time. So, visit... German chocolate cake will not be your thing, huh? Oh God, no, Vince. I, yeah, there's something about I don't know. There's something about German chocolate cake that is completely offensive to my palate. I mean, it's not like any kind of chocolate I have ever had in my life. I tried it once. Well, because it's all chocolate. I mean, it's all, uh, <laughs> it's all, know. uh, what? <laughs> I tried it once. I almost threw the fuck up, man. I was like, whoa, what is this nasty shit? Oh, German chocolate cake's pretty good stuff. It's a bitch to make, but, uh, uh, but you. Yeah. But you know, well, it's coconut. It's coconut and chocolate mixed. So, yeah, the chocolate flavor is is corrupted, shall we say? Oh yeah, and extremely corrupted. Uh, well, the coconut's only in the frosting, but um, the, but do you know uh, what country the German chocolate cake originated from? Uh oh. You might only had to guess at this one. <laughs> I'll go ahead, Venison. I'll let you take this one then. What country of what is the country of origin of the German chocolate cake? I want to give the obvious answer, but something's telling me it'll be wrong. <laughs> this feels like a trap, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> All right. Well, I think you figured it out. Uh, so, so then, in, in that case, Poland. Poland. Uh, actually, no. It's from oh. it's from the United States. That, yeah. Okay. I was about to say from Poland. Okay, that was their revenge against Germany. No, no, no. Uh, it owes its name to an English American chocolate maker named Samuel German. So oh, it's named uh, for someone named German. Not for <laughs> the country of Not Germany. The country, that's hilarious. An English, um, an English American named German. Yes, name last name German. It's perfect. Samuel it's perfect. German invented German chocolate cake. <laughs> Is he still alive? Um, I I don't know. It doesn't say. Um, needs to be assassinated. Uh, he, 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 let's see. A country properly believed German chocolate cake did not originate in Germany. Its roots can be traced back to 1852 when American Samuel German developed a type of dark uh, baking chocolate. He's probably dead by now. I thought so. 
No, well, hey, you know what? I, I guess I shouldn't make you a batch of uh, coconut bars then. They're really good. Got this really good recipe for coconut bars. No. The closest I even came to even, you know, coconut and candy was a Zagnut bar. Zagnut bar. <laughs> Zagnut. Do they still make that? I have no idea, actually. Uh, was there anything like a Carvel or a Powerhouse? No, this was, these were crunchy. Ah, okay. I, I basically just listed two candy bars that I've never had in my life, and they don't ma- have it made for decades. <laughs> and you just picked up, like, you know, you could probably still... You, you, you probably expect to find those at the grocery store counter still. You know what? I probably might be able to find them at, the, or at our Walgreens here, because they got a candy aisle that's very well stocked. They haven't made Powerhouse or Caravel in uh, decades. Caravel? Yeah, it was. Um, uh, 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 I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Car, Coconutty. Yeah, I remember it. All right. Well, now we know which one of the two of you is older. Well, maybe which was you don't know everything about everything. He <laughs> has nothing to do with it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, all right, all right. So, so why do they name the Three Musketeers bar the Three Musketeers? I mean, it's it's one candy bar. It's just got this chocolate filling in the middle of it. What 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 the heck is Three Musketeers? What's that all about? They ran out of names. <laughs> All right. What they about? Couldn't think, they couldn't think of anything else. Uh, all right, Brian. What's your guess? Well, I just assumed that it was after the Three Musketeers, the characters. Yeah, but what's the relation between the Three Musketeers and this candy bar? I don't know. I have no idea. It used to come with three small segments in different uh, flavored fillings: vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. Really? Wow. That must have been a long They, they, they time kind of ago. changed the product. Yeah, at some yeah. point they changed it to only the chocolate uh, portion. Uh, I read about that online, so it must be true. But I, I never experienced the three varieties of uh, Three Musketeers. So, uh, well, you know, if it, okay. If you want to go for odd things like that, you know, what was the reason and the relationship? For coming up with the name Milk Dud, um, well, they they look kind of like duds, and you know, <laughs> got milk chocolate, and uh, I, I I don't know, I don't, you know what? We we <laughs> might need to go to the web for this one. Uh, let's let's uh, <laughs> like, why the hell did you call it Milk Dud? <laughs> milk Duds. Uh, let's see, Milk Duds. I like, I like Milk Duds. I oh like- yeah, they're fantastic. That's just a name. Yeah, I mean, it's a, kind of a silly name, yeah. No doubt about that. Oh, here we go. According to the manufacturer, which means this is more legend than fact, uh, the word milk in the name refers to the large amount of milk in the product. The use of uh. dud came about because the original aim of having a perfectly round piece was found to be impossible. So basically, they just kept on making batches of duds. So eventually, they just wrapped them, wrapped them up, packaged them, and called them duds because they couldn't get them to be perfectly round. 
So they no. What could you do but sell the duds? <laughs> These are the most misshapen things ever. <laughs> Just what kind of assembly line that they have that would do something like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I do want to remind everyone that we do have a poll running right now as we prepare to uh, bring the show to simulcast on nhbshow.com. Uh, uh, because we're also thinking about what direction we want to take this show as we tweak it and fine-tune it. And I think we kind of got a cool groove here. And I, I like the feedback I'm getting so far. But the more feedback, the better. So, you know, take your browser over to nhbradio.com slash T-A-H. And there's a, a, a question on there. And the question is, what kind of a show would you like to listen to? And the options are, keep the current format. Johnny and Brian talk whatever the first hour and tech talk second hour. Uh, more tech and gaming talk, add video capture to better demonstra uh, demonstrate the pie tweaking discussions. Less tech talk, I don't care about pie projects. A return to amateur hours, suburban homeboys format, recruit more hosts, a free-for-all clusterfuck. I don't Which care. Fun. I don't care, I never listen to Gators anyway, and I'd like to thank the three people who voted for that option. Do you uh, get three votes that way? Yeah, I got three votes for I don't oh. care, I never listen to Gators anyway. I got one vote for I don't care, I always listen to Gators, whatever he does. So thank you uh, for that. And other, email guitars at yahoo.com with details if you select this. Uh, no votes or emails there yet. But but we've got um, uh, cl the cur keeping the current format is uh, clearly in the lead. So... Um, <laughs> We'll see how the rest of the poll goes, though. Yeah, I guess I'll switch between. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta admit, man, the clusterfucks were so much fun, so yeah. much laughter. Well, I I have to drum up a new uh, group to do a, a clusterfuck with because you know Mars disappeared, Neo disappeared, and well, well, they gotta be drawn in because the clusterfuck idea kind of died, you know, once control was established. <laughs> it wasn't as much fun anymore. <laughs> whatever. I, everyone was invited to, you know, come along to whatever I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I really wield that much control or power. Uh, actually, yeah, you kind of did. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I never have control over this show. Oh man, I did. No, no, no. I, I, I'll tell you about that offline, off air. <laughs> Whatever. I, I only rein it in a little bit when it needs to, but um, generally I, I pretty much let things go wherever they want to go. No, I'm... <laughs> and, uh. and if you don't like that, you, you always have venison stew to uh, do whatever you didn't get to do here that you wanted to. I know, but else. You know, uh, good times is good times, no matter where it's at. Well, yeah, yeah. And, you know, if, uh, if if Mars wakes up from his little nap out there and wants to call in, we can send out the Mars signal to, uh, you know, because there we go. And and, and, and don't don't forget, it's, it's always important that you must never forget this. Don't forget your penis, Crane. Because you, you just never know when you might need that. Yeah, we gotta send him a clown alarm clock. 
<laughs> the one that laughs like a clown. Oh, <laughs> uh, no! You know what we need to do? We need to send you out to San, uh, to uh, out, out to California, dress you up as a clown, send you to Mars's place, and while you're on your way there, we'll, we'll have a, a baseball bat FedEx to Mars's place to get there ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I had I had offers on that, and I already told them that I'm going to show up in the south. You know, in a in a flame retardant you know clown suit. <laughs> uh, so if it breaks out a flamethrower, it'll have no effect. It, yeah, the, the suit will be fine. Your face, on the other hand, you know, <laughs> that's gonna be funny. I'm very good at sucking. <laughs> Besides. We'll be able to see where he's winging that bat with a pie in the face. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know. By whipped cream. I, I'm I'm thinking Mars versus clown. Mars holding a bat. That that is gonna be. Uh, I, no, no, that clown don't stand a chance. <laughs> well, it depends on who that clown is. Some of them are pretty tough. I, not you. <laughs> you don't even ever know. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Mars with a baseball bat wins when he goes up against Venison in the clown suit. Well, I don't know. I've been to pretty interesting situations myself, and I'm still here. <laughs> well, you do have that going for you. Uh yeah, so let's see what else is going on this week. Um, better weather. Weather? No, weather was great. I had some great uh, swimming weather uh, down to shore. Got in the ocean. Beautiful swimming. All last week it was hot. It was humid. It was sicky. It was disgusting. And then I drove down to Jersey, and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday were great. Yeah. No, and it wasn't all last night. All that stuff got moved out last night. You woke up this morning and it was like, ah, well, you know, like it was like an opera, an operatic choir, you know, going, ah. You know, I suppose it. I suppose my visit to Jersey was helped by the fact that uh, you know the the beach house has central air, uh, so there was that. Uh, but oh, you didn't need it. It was. You woke up. It was cool air. It was dry air. The sun was shining, and there was a breeze blowing. It felt spectacular. <laughs> and it was beautiful the whole day. It's getting that back down to the 60s and 50s night, and it's like, oh. <laughs> it's orgasmic. Uh, Dune writes in, he is home. <laughs> yep, made it home. Donuts and all. Uh, yeah, actually, we did bring back a few Boston Creams uh, that were left over with us. No coconut. Still no coconut. <laughs> coconut. Coconut donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. Where are they? We need these back. No, you don't. Anyways. Um... Yeah, so uh, t- today was an interesting day at work uh, because uh, they, they 
a, a very uh, – they, they had a new employee starting today. And the new employee is like um, number two or three uh, as far as like, you know, because you got like the CEO who's like number one. And, and you know, this, this so this guy's like, you know, somewhere around number two or three. Uh, so you definitely want to look like you know what you're doing when you uh, present this guy with his PC and show him how to use it and everything. And um, this guy, uh, ba- basically, most employees for this company have one choice, and that is the one that we give you, uh, which is generally a Lenovo PC with Windows 7 on it. And uh, now there are uh, certain uh, departments that do like uh, programming or engineering or designing or something like that, that uh, they they have the option of MacBooks, uh, which uh, generally we don't support all that much, but we kind of do. And there's a guy in our department that he's uh, familiar with the Macs and he uses them. And, you know, he's he's kind of weird. I kind of stick. No, he's all right. Um so, anyways, uh, we're getting ready to, to onboard this guy, and they're like, uh, and, and my supervisor is on vacation this week. So it's like, all right, Jonathan's the guy that's going to set him up with his. Uh, oh, and this this guy that's like number two or three, I think he's number three. Um, he he's a Mac user, and when you're that high up, and you say I'm a Mac user, they get you a Mac. And so it's like, yeah, we can get you a Mac. We can do that, you know. Um, now, we had this guy in sales that all he does is call the help desk and bitch about the fact that his PC is not a Mac. And uh, <laughs> all we do is tell him, well, we're very sorry about that uh, and, and find a way to get him off the phone. And then he calls back. He's like, well, I bought my own Mac. Uh, can you install uh, company software? No, we can't do that. You know, is there any way I could get, download a version of this? No, though, that won't work. Uh, what if I give you this Mac? I donate it to the company. Then you could set it up with your software. Uh, no, no, you can't. De- go, go to hell. <laughs> Call another help desk, because uh, this one isn't going to help you uh, unless you have a problem with your PC. Um, but yeah, that that guy's like number you know fifty thousand two hundred thirty seven. So you know he, he. But number three, on the other hand, he wants a MacBook. He gets a MacBook, and um, so I was worried about this. I'm like, well, look, if I'm going to set this guy up with a MacBook, you better set me up with a MacBook and give me some time to figure out how to use this MacBook so I at least can somewhat look yeah. like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I can't support it if I don't have it. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get you set up on one. And besides, uh, the guy in the department that's good with Macs, let's 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 call him uh, Vincent. Uh, Vincent, he'll... Um, He'll help you set him up with it. You know, he'll he'll get you set up with a MacBook, and he'll be there. And so both you and him can, you know, give him his uh, MacBook and set him up with it on Monday morning. It'll be fine. I'm like, okay, as long as he's there, you know, I'll just be in the room to smile and shake his hand, and I'll let him take the lead because he knows how to use a MacBook. And so I get in this morning at 8.30. The meeting with number three uh, is at 9.00. And I can't help but notice that um, Vincent looks a lot like he's wearing workout clothes that he hasn't changed out of yet. And it's getting closer to nine. And I'm thinking to myself, 
is he really going to show up for this meeting with number the new number three dressed up like he just got done working out? And so we get to like five minutes before nine. Well, actually, no, we get to like eight minutes before nine. And I'm like, hey, Vince, do you know where this meeting is going to be uh, uh, with with uh, the number three? Uh, and he goes, I just sent an email asking if we're having a meeting. I'm like, no, we're having a meeting. I just don't know where it is. And and then a reply go, comes back saying, yes, we're meeting at 9 at such and such conference room. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be over there. Uh, and and he, he hands me the MacBook and like, yeah, here, it's all ready to go. I looked over it. It's all good. Uh, you go ahead and bring it to him. I'm like, are you going with me? He's like, well, if I can get showered uh, at, at dress uh, within five minutes. And I'm like, oh, God. So I was kind of pissed at him because I felt like he like left me out to dry because my understanding was he was supposed to come with me. His understanding was no. And he put himself in a position that I couldn't argue with that because he was not prepared to come with me and present the MacBook because he was in workout clothes. And I'm not going to say, hey, you just come with the workout clothes and you, you, it's your own fault you're going to look like a slob in front of this guy because uh, I, I don't think I have that kind of authority. Um, and I don't think that's a good idea anyway. So I basically had to go wing it and act like I know how to use a back in front of the new number three while handing him his back. And uh, I managed to pull that off. You know, I I was able because I'm panicking. I'm like, well, you know, first of all, the thing prompts you for passwords and you have to set up a user account on the MacBook and it doesn't let you log in with your network password. You know why? Because Macs are fucking stupid and you can't just join it to the fucking domain like you could with any PC. This is basic functionality, basic fee. Can you join a Mac to the domain so you can log into it with user account? No. No, of course you can't do that. That would make too much fucking sense. So you have to set up a user account and, and set a password on that. So you have two separate passwords that you're using. And so, you know, I'm, I don't even know how to change these passwords. Or, you know, So well, he, he's like, oh, you go in here and do that. And then that one. You go in here, do that. Chase it. But okay, I got that down. And it's like, well, do we tell them to set them both to be the same password? Because that would be confusing if they were different passwords because how do you know which one it's asking you for and so he's like well it's up to the user so i told him hey it's up to you do you want to set these both to be the same or different he's like well it's much easier for me if they're the same i'm like okay great that's what we're gonna do and uh yeah so i somehow because i you, you know me brian when, when, when i'm at work i absolutely hate and try to avoid at all costs walking into a situation where i don't know what i'm doing you know, I will. You well, know, I mean, who, who, who can blame you for that? Right. And, I mean, that's kind of standard. You know, you don't want to look like an idiot. Right. And, and that was. Even if you're talking to an idiot. And and that was uh, that was what caused some of the friction between me and my Fong, because my Fong had no problem sending me out to look like an idiot uh, to, to other people where I was uh, not so keen on the idea. You know, and that's why I was trying to be, you know, when she would send me out. Well, somewhere, but the, the thing is different. The, th the difference is, is that. You know, Tharco is a small shop, you know, mm. it's up to you to kind of figure things out on the way. Well, yeah. And, and well, and that's what, you they... know, so it's for a guy that's good at that job is a guy that's good on, you know, to that's good on his feet. 
Yeah, but still, if you know, and, and you're and you are decent at your feet, you always have been. Y- yeah, but I still, but the part of the reason I'm yeah. decent on my feet is because I try to think a few steps ahead, and I don't just go there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. prepared to fit. You know, so when when my Fong would take in a call and not ask the key questions and tell me so and so has got this going on, go over there. I would come back at her with the questions that I would have asked if I took the call and she would come back with, I don't know, just go there. And that would piss me off that she took this call, didn't do it right. And then sent me out there to look like an idiot. Right. Didn't get the right information. Right. Absolutely. Right. And you know what? Sometimes in life you got to go and think on your feet and do fine. But part of the reason why I do well that I think on my feet is because I would ask those questions. But also when I didn't have those questions, I would try to play out the possibilities in my head. And so sometimes I would start to have a conversation on hypotheticals with my Fong to try to feel out the hypotheticals of the situation. Since she was the one that was on the phone with the person, whereas my Fong wanted me to just shut up and go look like an idiot in front of this person. And, and so that, <laughs> that was uh, the cause of a little bit of friction every now and then. But, uh, sure. but, uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I, I managed to, I, I still <laughs> say that, you know, I handled, I carried myself well, I balanced it right, and uh, part of the reason why I ended up not looking like an idiot in front of people is because I planned at every, uh, uh, f- I put every effort I could into not looking like an idiot right. before I even walked up to the person. I'm walking there with a game plan in my head. And sometimes that game plan is go there, look, nod and smile and say, hmm, I see. I'm going to have to do a little bit of investigation on that. The thing is, is that there are some people that don't like that answer. And, and they, there are some people that are, are under the impression that if they can keep you there, they can fix it. You know, if they're trying to leave, they're not going right. to fix it keep this person here and so that's where i really need to have an exit strategy so you know sometimes i I, you know having a generic i'll have to do some research i'll get back to you on that i i try to have a little more than that i have i i i want to enter in with a reason why i need to leave and research and why staying here is not going to help like well i think the problem exists on the server and i don't have access to that from here so i really need to get back to my desk and remote into there to kind of check on that and see what's going on over there how do you argue with that now there are some people that can but nine times out of ten <laughs> that gets you out of the situation Well, that's 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 the game is is the exit strategy for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's on your phone? Uh, this is my uh, 4S. I just upgraded it. Oh, the last upgrades were probably a mistake. I thought, well, maybe this will fix things. No, it's not fixing things. No, no. What you if you have a phone that's that that's that old. The, the only updates that I left to put on there are the ones that slow it down to force you to upgrade it to something new. Exactly. Uh, could, Interesting about Apple. Is whoa! They will let you. Your headset is. Uh, your headset is so bork that you, you just beep boop boop beep beep booping like a robot when you try to talk. That's probably our connection is lousy. Yeah. I don't think it's a headset at all. I think it's the. Uh, no, it's it's. I don't think it's Google connection. doing it because it's it's. It, it was a connection. No, it's not Google. I think it's the connection is kind of lousy. 
I should have rebooted the server before uh, before getting on. But it's like signal My type of sounds. Well, that's when your bandwidth is going to crap. Well, that's After what... all, I'm on Comcast where they only guarantee up to a certain num- number that you'll never see. Uh, well, generally, right? I got the numbers that they uh, they said that they would perform. No, I, give I, me. I, I don't get those numbers. You know, wow. rebooting the rebooting the router sometimes helps. Wow, we found a way to stick it to the uh, rich folk in Danville. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. Rebooting well, it's better than AT and T. AT and T would uh, well, I should say, Pac Bell. They would issue ISDN uh, or uh, uh, not ISDN. The the other wired connection. Uh, DSL. DSL DSL connections beyond the wire center because people in the in the neighborhood worked for AT and T uh, for 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 the company. Um, uh, Sir Mars writes in, are you busy? Um, I'm going to reply back. No, not at all. And why don't quick, you call? Just real quick to Sir Mars. Sir Mars, why did you even send me this silly thing? <laughs> That's a dumbass question. What, what did he say to you? <laughs> How long would it take to fall through the earth? How long? Obviously, in order to answer this super silly thought exercise, you had to make up a little bit more manageable to calculate. That means in this scenario, the earth is perfectly round, has the same density all throughout, and won't, like, scorch your bum when you fall through the core. It you know, explains the math behind, behind how long it would take, giving consideration of all that gravity nonsense, and because of the shockingly small number. It's 42 minutes. Let's start digging a hole. 42 minutes? Hmm. You go, let's see, uh, well, 25, what's 25 to 25,000 divided by two. The, the thing is, I, I, I don't think it's possible to fall through a hole to the other side because if you fall down the hole on one side, you're not going to fall up on the other side. You, you're you're going to get stuck in the middle. Yeah. Where well, you literally yeah. crash and burn. Right. Wait, what's half of 25,000? Um, 12,500. Okay, so... You now have to go 12,500 miles in 42 minutes. Do you know how fast you'd be going? <laughs> Pretty fucking fast. <laughs> I don't think the human body could survive that. It would burn up on the way through. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if we, you know, put some kind of an elevator in that uh, just kind of, you know... Um, yeah, you're 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 in a elevator shaft, elevator box. Yeah, that yeah. takes you at a reasonable speed. Um, over Don't the forget floor. the pressure. You know, even just atmospheric pressure would be crushing. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we could mm-hmm. make it a pressurized uh, elevator. <laughs> I mean, I think we had to be going about the same speed as a space station. That's, That's right. Quick. That's fast. But you can withstand it as long as you're not accelerating 
Right. Well, anyways, you know, beyond what you can take, and you would just be accelerating at the speed of gravity. So it would be essentially a one G acceleration. That's nothing. Yeah, really. That would. That well, we're would used to days. it. Anyways, I I did have one other little topic. Yeah, I but accelerate to. continues. So you go faster, 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 faster. You hit the center, and then you start slowing down. Just grab onto something before you, you know, uh, before you hit zero. So then you can just climb out the other side. There you go. Right. Sure, something yeah. like that. Of course, the thing that's going to thwart you is uh, you'll be uh, also had the wind resistance of all the air that's in the in the in the channel as well. So mm -hmm. you probably wish all the way up to the other side. Yep, you'd be, be going so far and then you're done. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. <laughs> Any, anyways, you, you know. Over the years, I've made many promos for the shows that I've done. And uh, I've reached that time as I get ready to uh, simulcast on HB show stream. I, I realize, oh dear, I never got around to uh, making a, a uh, promo for. Insert title here. And I still haven't made a promo for. Insert title here. Um, but I, I will by next week have a brand new promo for. Insert title here. And uh, I, I already, an idea came to me. It came to me while I was uh, walking up the driveway uh, to the uh, beach house after coming back from a nice swim down the shore. Uh, I was like, oh, my God, that's so perfect. I have to do it now. And, and you know what? We want to review some of these staples that have existed in past promos. For example, long ago, uh, Damon was nice enough to produce uh, one of our first promos. Uh, which was uh, this uh, wonderful uh, thing for the Amateur Hour. Every Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m., tune in to the man who takes all risks, the stuntman of the Novel's Bar Radio Network, Johnny Gators. I got beef in my teeth! In the Amateur Hour. This man fears nothing. He will drink anything. Do anything. Fill in for anybody. Broadcast 18 hours without sleep. All for you, the listeners. The stuntman. The fall guy of the No Holds Barred Radio Network. Dare him to drink Drano? He'll do it. Dare him to drink his own puke? He'll do it. Dare him to sleep with a 15-year-old? He might just do that. It's Johnny Gators. The man of the No Holds Barred Radio Network. And the amateur hour. Saturdays, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern. On the No Holds Barred Radio Network, Johnny Gators, dare him to be stupid. I am successful. Now that was actually version two of that because Damon made that like original thing with the music and his announcing as you know kind of a uh, a gag because he decided he was going to make promos for everyone on the network since no one made their own promos on time. And I added the sound effects to it, and he was like, "Oh, that's great. We have to do that." And then I quit the network and went over to uh, DEFCON Radio for a period of time. And, uh. and Vamp stole my time slot. So when I came back, I couldn't use that promo because Vamp stole my time slot. But would that stop me from using a perfectly good promo? No. And thus, the Gators edit was born. 
because all I had to do was fix the the day and and the time. And so I tried to find a way to kind of get the change thing in there. And, of course, it sounded awful. And I was like, well, it's bad, but in a funny way. And I, the idea hit me, well, why not just fill the promo with a whole bunch of bad edits? And then, you know, it, it's intentionally funny. And, and so that's how uh, I think um, I, I don't have these named very well. So I think that's this one. Every Sunday from 3 to 6 p.m. Tune in to the me who takes all risks. The general manager of the No Holds Bar Radio Network, Johnny Gators. I got bees in my teeth! In the amateur hour. This man fears bees. He will drink cat food. Do 17-year-olds fill in when video vamp is not broadcast 18 hours without material. All for you, <laughs> the listeners. The slummox. The pedophile of the No Holds Bar Radio Network. Dare him to drink glass cleaner. He'll do it. Dare him to drink his own chunks. He'll do it. Dare him to sleep with a 17-year-old. He might just do that. It's Johnny Gators. The man of the No Holds Bar Radio Network. And the amateur hour. Sundays, 3 to 6. P.M. Eastern. On the No Holds Bar Radio Network. Johnny Gators. Dare him to be a llama. I am successful. So that was the origins uh, uh, on uh, NHB of the Gators edit, and yeah, that was that was pretty good, wasn't it? It was chopped. It was, it was, but it was intentionally chopped. Yeah, right, 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 right. And we had a few other promos that happened uh, along the way. Uh, Lydia was nice enough to make a promo for us once. Everyone, listen to Amateur Hour. With the Gators, doing the Gator Chomp to Chomp Chomp Chomp. Sundays, 3 to 6, Eastern Standard Time. Only on NHB Radio. There we go. That was uh, nice of Lydia to do that one for us. And, and, and uh, you know, Gothard uh, was nice enough to make a promo for us once. Only his promo went a little long and didn't actually give the correct time. But other than that, it was perfectly fine. Well, you could always do the uh, Gators edit. If you're looking for a great new comedy show, don't look here, because this is the Amateur Hour, where everything goes wrong. That's right. If you want technical problems, we've got them. If you want mishaps, we've got those too. If you want crappy, shitty-ass music like this to be playing in the background, look no further. That's right. While you're busy masturbating, doing other things, once you're done, and you're bored, please look us up. It's the Amateur Hour. Sunday afternoons. That's right. Sunday afternoons. From 2 to 6. Oops, I think I just made a mistake. Let me try that again. That's Sundays from 3 to 5. And this has been Sean Scott. Oh, that's right. It's now Gothard. I think that's the last of our mistakes. I think. Anywho, try the amateur hour. 
Sunday afternoons, 3 to 5. I uh, put for the title of that promo that would come up on the stream, it's actually 3 to 6 p.m. So that that's what people would see on the uh, streaming title uh, as that promo would play. And uh, this is just a quick review. Uh, l l let's not forget the the promo that we put for the uh, one of the shortest lived shows on the uh, network. Uh, Wake up with Gators. Hey, this is Johnny Gators reminding you to tune in every uh, Monday through Friday morning at 5:30 a.m. for Wake Up with Gators. Five minutes of listening to my dryer squeal. You won't want to miss it. That's every Monday through Friday morning at 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Fucky Dogga, right here on NHB Radio Network. So there you go, Wake Up uh, with Gators. That was, uh, that, was a, that was a fun show. It was. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of pissed off that I don't have the recordings of the two episodes I did of it. Um, but of course... So, so much fun, there were only two episodes. <laughs> well, it didn't work. <laughs> the idea was it was supposed to prevent the dryer from actually squealing because uh, it wouldn't perform whenever I tried to demonstrate. No, but anyways, uh, really what I wanted to remind everyone of is let, let's not forget one of the favorite songs of uh, the shows that I've done on this network here. Uh, Venison, of all the songs I've played over the years, what's your favorite song I've played? Your favorite yeah, of all the like things that I've played on here, you know, we we have uh, we have a smile and a ribbon, pink fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows, uh, uh, you know, all kinds of fun things like that. Any any of those stand out to you as like the ultimate amateur hour suburban homeboys uh, tune? Uh, no. No. What about you, Brian? <laughs> any uh, favorite songs uh, that I've played on here that you like? Uh, no, I can't think of any. Oh, oh, I'm sure everyone out there listening right now knows what the the best uh, song ever played on Amateur Hour. They have me crawling underneath a box. <laughs> oh no! What is this thing called Amway? What uh, for you? Yes, yes, that right there. And and that was so good. I, I knew, well, I have to somehow use that for a promo. And uh, But how do you use that for a promo? Well, I found a few different ways to use that for a promo. Um, there was uh, this one. What is this thing called Amway? What does it do for you? Why are you so excited? How do your dreams come true? Okay, I'm barfing. Hey, this is Johnny Gators reminding you to tune into the Amateur Hour, the home of the original Dollar Bin Special. Sundays, 3 to 6, Eastern Standard Time. Fuck you, Daga. Right here on the NHB Radio Network. I said, Mister, in this soap, there's a new life, there is hope. Lots of new friends every day And now we have the money for our bills to pay Independence, no plot to punch I'm not a number lost in the bunch I hold my head up high and reaching for the sky I salute private enterprise and say Hooray! 
so there was that. And I also made a so version. So when you're when you're uh, Amway seller, they don't give you an account number. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's a good point. <laughs> I don't think they use this as their official theme song, though, so uh, I, I, right. that, that, that might not apply to. Uh, but uh, I also right. as soon as you get in there, you realize, oh, they fucking gave me a number. Uh, God damn it! They gave you a number. So, so did you see what was going on on my screen there? Uh oh, you got the Android to boot up on there. Almost, almost, you, you got almost have it. You got the Android title booting. slide. The guy. Room said that it will take a while to boot. It will take a while. So, well, we got. He a, was not lying. We got another fifty-five minutes here, uh, which gives us plenty of time. Well, then, then he said it was four to five minutes, but we'll see how long it takes. Yeah. You know. So um, and maybe this is as far as it goes. Like, who knows? Who knows? It sounds Android, so technically, uh, it's Android. Um, so I made a version right. exactly and literally. Yes. yes. So then I made a. Um, <coughs> I also made a uh, a, a um, Amway song promo for the Wild Bunch stream, which we played over there quite a bit. Uh, which is basically the same thing, except it says Wild Bunches of NHB. I started making Amway promos for other shows that wouldn't make their promos. So basically, if you listen to Automation, you heard a whole lot of that song. Uh, and, and it got to the point where I, I believe um, someone uh, someone started their promo with just the opening notes of that, <laughs> and then a record scratch and goes, no, nah, I'm just kidding. And uh, that <laughs> that was hilarious. Ah. Oh. Something happened. Oh, look. When suddenly something look. happened. See all your apps. Touch the circle. Touch? This is not a touch screen. So... Uh. So I knew I had no to do. Surprise! I didn't do a promo for this show. I should have. <laughs> well, it's not too late. But you know, when when we came back to NHB after not being on NHB for a while, I knew I had to do something special. And so I decided not only would I make a new Amway promo, but I would also sing in it. And that's how this one came to be. What is this thing called Amateur Hour? Where has it gone up to? When is it coming back now? Can this really be true? When do you need to tune in? How can I listen in? I want to laugh along with Gators and his crew. I said, Mr. On this show, there's a new life, there is hope, lots of new friends every day, and now we're really back here on the NHB Radio Network, where they do say, if you're not listening, you can't hear this. I hold my head up high and reaching for the sky, I salute private enterprise and say, hooray for The Amateur Hour, Saturday night's midnight Eastern Standard Time, Fuck You Dogga, right here on the No Holds Barred Radio Network. How was that? Was that a great performance? If, if, you, had, if you had some <laughs> listeners, I think Amway would chase after you for <laughs> ripping off their stuff. 
<laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not worried about YouTube flagging that one for a copyright violation. I, I, I'm really not. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that was... Uh, so, so can, can Gators take it any further than that? Is there another Amway promo in him? Are there more Gators edits to be had? All these answers will exist next week. All these questions will be answered next week. So you're not going to want to miss next week's show for the unveiling of the new promo. Any sound people out there, help. Because <laughs> there very well may be some Amway, some singing, and some Gators edits. I, I don't know. These things could happen. I got at least I got to get at least one of these desktops to work. Got me away. Anyways, when we moved the show to Wednesdays, we unveiled our Wednesday move with a little bit of yodeling. Hi, this is Johnny Gators with an important announcement about the Suburban Homeboys. We will be changing time slots, so mark your calendars and tune in to the Suburban Homeboys on Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, right here on your favorite internet radio station. That was a great little trick, so I could use that uh, promo anywhere. Yeah, thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> I got to look, look up something here. What are you so looking at? A while up? back ago, I actually caught somebody trying to use my heavy metal yodeler to try and make money off of it. You know, like, How? How is someone going to make money off of the heavy metal yodeler? <laughs> I don't know how he's how he's doing it. It's on some website or another where you know where pizzas can generate cash somehow. Uh, I don't think he made anything from it, but it's just a very idea. And wait a minute, you're taking something I made behind my back, and he's done this. You know, he's done this to other people too. You know, taking you know shit that basically might as well just say is copyrighted shit, and using it for his own purposes. Nah. In a way, I kind of wish it did make some money. Then I could sue his ass off, and I'd be sitting pretty here. But oh well. I do you have a copy of that so we could uh, remind uh, remind people what the heavy metal metal yodeler is? Oh God, <laughs> it's on YouTube. Somebody actually posted on YouTube. Okay, I did because uh, I'm trying to find, see if I can find it. I did find my. Uh, that's the wrong yodeling. <laughs> that's not right at all. That's just the same thing with a different uh, file name. Um, all right, well, let's see if we can find the heavy metal uh, yodeler. Um, heavy metal yodeler is on. YouTube? Yeah, I did remember seeing it there. Is it Heavy Metal Yodeler or Heavy Metal Yodel or... Yodel, yodeler. No, I don't find it. 
Well, maybe it needs an extra E. Nope. Uh, I got Focus, Focus, Focus. Death. Put in, put in a song title. Then it's an 88. Uh, okay. You know, I'm just going to do a Google search for this. Venison 88 Heavy Metal Yodeler. There we go. Heavy Metal Deer. Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, Urban Dictionary hashtag chainsaws. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> Country singer Slim Whitman dies. Um, but no Heavy oh, Metal Yodeler. I guess we got... Uh not there anymore. Oh, bummer. Or maybe, or maybe it is, but wow, I can't find it either. Oh, well. Oh, I, no. I can't find a Swiss yodel call. Yodeling. Well, that was rather anticlimactic. You know, that's like something that you set for like your tech sound effect on your phone. Every time a text comes in, you know, it's just one sound out of nowhere by itself. You know what? I I should set that as my text out of my phone now, just just for the hell of it. That you know, just uh. Do you think that would get annoying at all? You know, maybe I should set that as the sound of my phone every time an email comes in. You know. Remember when we, you know, anytime you talk to Damon, you always heard the one-up sound effect in the background. That could be me with this yodel sound. Every time, you know, throughout the whole show in the background, I just hear coming, just uh, faintly uh, off mic. Yodeling, 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 yodeling. That would not get annoying at all, would it? What? Uh... You know, if you go to Panera Bread and ask them for a bread menu, you get this strange look. You, you, we covered this already. I just want to repeat it for the people that came in later. You're trying to encourage this behavior, aren't you? I, how did you know? <laughs> what the hell? How many, how many times have you done this, Brian? What, it changed the whole uh, topic? Uh, no. How many times have you gone into a Panera Bread and asked for the bread menu? Well, just once. Just once. But I, I tweeted it to one guy. I said, hey, and he never he didn't respond. He, he, wait, the guy who's involved in uh, retail stuff. Uh, okay. You business know, business uh, news guy. You know what? We're going to tweet right now to Panera Bread. Um, hi, Panera Bread. Where right, could did you look at, I by the get way. a bread menu? There we go. That just happened. And you, too, can tweet this to Panera, at Panera Bread. Did you pull up, uh, did you pull up uh, their, uh, their, did you search up their name? I found them on Twitter, at Panera Bread. Oh, at Panera Bread, okay. Yeah. Oh, and you verified that's a good one. No, I just tweeted to it. Uh, just, it, it looks you're a dumb shit tweeter. Then it it looks legit. It, it it looks more legit than both of Donald Fagan's fake tweet uh, Twitter accounts. I just found something more outrageous than that. I 
I, I Googled, I, for the hell of it, I Googled Venison 88. Yeah, and, Panera Bread, at Panera Bread, you, you win. Yeah, it looks legit to me. I was a total doubter. Does this look like the face of a guy who would tweet uh, fake requ uh, requests for bread menus to fake Panera Bread accounts? This is fucking incredible. Which is, uh, did you try the website? You know, it's your phone. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling it up now here. Your, your your phone causes interference with the uh, wireless headset. Really? Why? Because it goes boing, 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 if you talk while using your phone. Oh, okay. Uh, not not right now, but at times it does. Well, they got Monday soups. That's not bread. Yeah. So you're looking for a strictly bread menu. Absolutely. Now, I know Panera Bread serves different types of sandwiches, and the sandwiches are served on bread. So uh, I got into Panera Kids. Do, do, does does Panera actually have a wide selection of breads to choose from? Or, uh, you know, maybe we need to actually explore I, their... their name is Panera Bread. They should have a large selection of bread. Okay. okay. Yes. Uh, maybe this is my point. You, you know what? I actually did find a a bread menu right here on their page, uh, Brian. I, I don't know why the dipshit you asked uh, gave you a, sta a stare at the headlights look. Because if you go to menu items, the first thing on Explore menu is freshly baked breads, and they got artisan breads which include country whole grain rye and sesame semolina. They got specialty breads, which include cinnamon raisin swirl, sourdough, Asiago cheese, tomato basil, honey wheat, French baguette, Asiago cheese focaccia, however that's pronounced, sea salt focaccia, ciabatta, classic white, French baguette side, and soft dinner roll. And they also have a sprouted grain Are roll. Panera.com? Yeah. PaneraBread.com? PaneraBread.com. Menu items. Explore our menu. Freshly baked breads. And there you go. Bread menu. You can print that out, laminate that, and make about like 50 of them, bring them into a Panera Bread, and put them out on the counter and go, here, I made your bread menus for you. Start handing them out to people. Would you like a bread bed? Oh, my God. You have to do this now, Brian. We, we need to get you live on location handing out bread menus to people that come into a Panera Bread. I think the real question here is, what will your hat choose? I don't see it here. Uh, uh, oh. I see our menu. Okay. And then it goes to this is not like the most annoying show ever at all. I seasonal favorites. I say you you pick two: soups and mac and cheese, salads, bunnies and sandwich, two flat bread. Okay, Brian. Brian, pasta. Put the phone down. Back away from the phone. Bakery. It's bakery. Send me the link. Okay. All right. 
here here we I'm going to compose an email right now. No, 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 no. Tweet. We're in Twitter, man. Oh, okay. Here's the bread menu. There we go. Hashtag whoop bleep blop bloop bleep. There we go. So hopefully that link will work on your phone because keep in mind, mobile sites are different from the actual websites that uh, and I'm looking at my computer. You tweeted that? I tweeted that. I tweeted, here's the bread menu, link, hashtag, boop, bleep, blop, bloop, bleep. I have not received your tweet yet. <laughs> you suck. That's why. I, I can't help it. <laughs> you know what we need to do right now, though? We have, uh, we are quite well into our two uh, of the show so we need to uh officially kick off what's going on on your raspberry pi screen behind you so you have experimented with the whole um getting the android os on a raspberry pi of which you could only get lollipop on a raspberry pi 2b that is the only option at this time. Is that, uh, is my understanding correct there? Uh, I'm sorry, say the question again. I, I, I was not done with the last topic. I will set down my phone. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> well, we're trying to get into the techie hour here. And yes, I, I got that part. So to review from what we uh, determined last hour, uh, the only option to get a Android OS on a Raspberry Pi is to put Lollipop on a Raspberry Pi 2B, which you have you seem to have successfully uh, gotten to start up. Yes, I've done that. But it took you more than five minutes to boot. Yeah, he he the, the guy that said here's how you do it warned that that would be the trouble, and he kind of goes, "Well, you know, I've done a lot of things that took a lot more than five minutes, so this is no big deal." Oh, yeah, like HPUX takes a fucking long time to boot. And that's if it doesn't do a file check, system check. Well, anytime. You know, FS check. You, you know, I'd, I'd like to just permanently set everything to say no whenever it asks if you want to do a uh, system file check. That should be like a default, like in all circumstances, the answer is no. Well, Unix, Unix went to a, you can set that. In other words, if you do it every 30 days, that's how you set it. Oh, there you go. If you do it every five boots, that's how you set it. But, yeah, it's it's uh, it's something that you can set. Well, well, the default... But even still, HPUX traditionally takes a long time to boot just because it's HPUX. Well, well Windows uh, default setting... Yeah, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Well, Windows default setting for uh, system file check is uh, every time that you want to turn on the computer really fast because there's something important with a deadline involved. Yeah, because you know, it knows that you are fat, you're, you're in... It in totally effort. does. Microsoft yeah. has developed a way to determine this. Right. Kind of like how uh, Symantec 
antivirus always runs the worst scan that grinds a computer to a halt when it's the CEO's computer after he got back from a business trip and just wants to check his email. And every every computer in that end of the building wants to run the most thorough, crippling virus check when leaving you with an upset bow that just wants to check his email, but none of the computers will let him do it. Right. You say, oh, Bo's coming. You know, we gotta. When 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 the words kick off the when the words "I'm mad at you" come out of Bo's mouth, you know it's not good. Right. But uh, yeah. Um, so uh, what have we got on your screen there? Okay. So this is this is how it comes up. Okay. All right. We got icons. This other mode here. That's cool. Actually, it came up this way, so I clicked on the gadget button. The gadget button, okay. And it comes up to the widget screen. I guess that was the gad the widget button. Now, so this is no. And I go first thing I want to do. First thing I want to do, just being logical, connect to Wi-Fi. Well, or some other network. Connect. Have some kind of connectivity to the outside world. Yes. So I click on settings. That's the logical thing. Yeah, that makes sense. And it comes up. Oh, the first thing is wireless and networks. Ah. So I will click more. More. Right? More is logical. better than less. More. Yeah. More because it didn't show me anything. G given the and option between more and less, I'll, I'll take more. The only option it shows me is VPN. Um, that's not that's not wireless. Uh, do you still have a valid login for uh, PCA's VPN? I'm not connected to the internet <laughs> yet. Details, minor details. Um, so... do you, do, do, hey, hey Panera, do you? Hey Panera Bread, do you have a bread menu? <laughs> well, we can't ask Panera Bread for their bread menu until we get on the network. That is our goal, Correct. is to, to send a tweet Correct. to Panera Bread for their bed, bread menu right. using the Android OS on your Raspberry Pi. So um, so it's not seeing your wireless network, which, you know, given, you know, how uh, the, the uh, high quality of the Wi-Fi cards built into Raspberry Pis, that's not all that surprising. So we might need to go with a uh, wired uh, cable. Um, I don't know if you have any of those in your house still. I mean, somewhere in that pigsty of a room, there's got to be a network cable. Actually, and there's a cable that's just dangling here. There you go. There you go. What a brilliant suggestion. Just jump, from... jab one end in the pie, jab the other way, end somewhere in the wall, and, and it should work. If you don't have a hole in the wall, make your own. This is what you learn when you grow up uh, living in a house that's uh, that your your parents own. <laughs> It's not my wall. I don't have to worry about fixing it. Just make a hole where oh, you need oh, it. Oh, uh, my folks had this place that had uh, this kind of special room. <clears throat> you could use it for anything like an office or something like that because it wasn't really big enough to be a bedroom. But it had a pocket door. Okay. Mm. They called in, I think it was Comcast to put it label, put in some cable. And they punched the cable you know hole through the wall to put the cable through it right through the pocket door 
<laughs> did, did they not realize that it was a door? I don't think they had any realization of anything. <laughs> oh, that's terrific. That's 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 uh, great. Well, you know, um, I mean, uh, when I had uh, DSL, but my my uh, folks for some reason didn't think it was important enough to tell them. Well, you're going to fix that. It it did not. There's just a hole in the in the door. C'est la vie. I mean, you can't. Uh, well, you you could. You know, I'm reminded of uh, the gong that uh, Immaculata High School had, because uh, you know, in, in in marching band and concert band, they, they, there was a gong, and yeah. uh, you know that way, cool. if you know they decided that you weren't uh, cut out to be in the marching band, they would ring the gong and you uh, got off the stage. And, no, no, wait, that's that that was that was the gong. Oh, you could have. Uh, you you mean you didn't march? You were selected to march with the gong. No, no, no. The gong was part of the pit. Uh, in front of the field, you had uh, you know xylophones and some drums and a gong and and uh, tubular bells, uh, and and that was the pit. And and uh, you know everyone always teased them that you know they you know had the easy thing to do. They didn't they didn't have to march, um, uh, and they got to wear flannel shirts during hoedown and straw hats. Uh, but anyways, um, the gong at some point wore a hole through it. And I, you know, I was like, "Gee, this isn't." Wore a hole through it. Yeah, there was a hole that. Started... That was a uh, heavy metal, huh? <laughs> I I don't know how it happened, but they fixed it. You know how they fixed the hole in the gong? How? They cut the hole out. What? They cut the hole out. They, you know, cut a section. The section that had worn through, they cut that part out of the gong, and so they they just they just took the hole out of it. That was all. It, problem solved. And, and, and I know what you're thinking. Doesn't that make a bigger hole in the gong? Yes. Yes, it did. But that is how they fixed it. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, I guess that was, I guess there was some reason that it was considered better to have a big, neat hole in a gong than a patch that had worn through the gong. But uh, I always joked, oh, well, they got rid of the hole by cutting it out. Because that is literally what they did. So how is your wired uh, network connection going on your Pi there? Uh, it doesn't seem to recognize it. Okay. Maybe I need to reboot. I don't even. I don't even know how to reboot. Um, now how? Now is it going to take that long every time you boot it up, or was that just the first boot? Uh, the guy did not describe. <laughs> so we're going to find out live here on the show. Uh, first of all, how to reboot uh, Android on a Raspberry Pi, and second of all, how long it takes, and third of all, if we can get a wired network connection to go here so we can tweet to Panera Bread, where's my bread menu? It looks like we're still trying to find a reboot option. Well, let's see. Uh, when you're using a droid, if you need to reboot, you just hold the power button until it asks you, right? What power button? <laughs> Uh, do you have like some kind of adhesive uh, power button you could just slap on the case there? 
All right, all right. So maybe we need to go to the web here and do a little bit of uh, investigation on uh, uh, just how to do things in the uh, Android world without a power button. Uh, hold the volume up and power button simultaneously. Uh, no. Um... Let's check out the Android forums here. Um, uh, let's see. Some phones have a soft boot ability, but the most basic way is to power off and then power back on. Uh, let's see. Power off, power on, then. Uh, a little more detail. Uh, power off. Da -da -da -da. Powering off means just that. Turning the device all the way off to do this. You press and hold the power button until the menu is presented. Okay, that doesn't help us. Uh, a cold reboot. Uh, you know, it, it seems to me that this um, uh, OS is designed to work with devices that have buttons programmed on them for these purposes. And uh, as of this time, you do not have such a button. Uh, so I'm thinking pulling the power is the only way to turn it off, which is probably not the best thing to do. Um, but uh, that is what you just did. And so now we find out um, how long it takes to come back up, which means we need to find something to occupy the next five minutes of the show with now. Well, it might be quicker this time. Who knows? It, it could be. But start the clock. Start Let's, the clock. Okay. All right. We're going to play Beat the Clock with Vamp. And he's going to lose. Well, this is 930. And, of course, we didn't actually time it last time, so we're just faking it here. Right, right. We, we're, 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 we're taking a rough measure of time uh, up against nothing. Apparently, Android Lollipop comes with a game, I guess, called Lollipop. And there's a bunch of dancing lollipops on the screen. They sh he showed that in the video, but I don't see how he got to that. So I may have to rewatch that part of the video. You know, what do you do once you boot up? Because that is ultimately what we buy Raspberry Pis for, is to make dancing lollipops show up on our screen. That's correct. Right. Or that's why you'd want to get an Android on it, to get dancing lollipops. Right. Oh, well, hey, this was much quicker this time. Oh, yeah. Well, hot diggity dog. Yeah, that was uh, All right, a minute. so let's uh, get in there. Go into settings. settings. It's interesting how the screen will just go. You know what? I'm I'm kind of thinking here. Um, wired network connection on an OS that was designed to work with a device that would only be connecting to Wi-Fi or some kind of signal. It was was probably not my brightest idea. Because I mean, keep in mind this was this OS is meant to work with a phone and with phone devices, so it probably. Um, how did this guy get it to connect to his Wi-Fi? I may have to re-watch re, 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 uh, that video. Or maybe he didn't. He The game was there. See, that's the interesting thing. Where is that game? Hmm. Wait, we have to find the game. Because we must see our lollipops. Um... Maybe we need to ask Panera for a lollipop menu. Oh, something's happening. 
Loading something. I hit the gallery and it says, unfortunately, the gallery has stopped. Oh, the computer says no. Well, you got widget mode again. Yeah, you got widget mode going. You got some things happening there. Well, I had that going before, so. Okay. All right. All right. Well, work with me here, Brian. Let's let's pretend like we're doing something interesting. Now, venison. What do you think of lollipops? What? You like lollipops? Yeah. What kind? Not lemon. Not. <laughs> what about coconut? I don't think there is such a thing. Oh, oh, there, there's definitely coconut lollipops. In fact, I'm looking up uh, where I can buy yeah. a case to send your way right now. Yeah. Then there's, you know, then it's not a lollipop. Totally a lollipop. No, it's something twisted and perverted. Besides that, I'm still in a bit of an angry mood anyway right now. Well, what are you angry about? Well, I tried to bring it up before, but you went off on the Panera thing again. But looking up there on Google, when when I Googled my name, uh, like I said, I saw something in there that really pissed me off. I want to punch somebody out now. Uh... You know, they have a thing where, you know, one of the things they put up there is images for Venison 88. Um, most of the images they see up there, yeah, pretty much related to me. However, I saw one. The first image, I was like, what the flying fuck? The first image was a picture of Donald Trump. I, when I look at it, it's the second image. Uh but that's because oh, it came up with you know it came up as the first image. You know what though, uh, Venison? That's your fault because that comes from something you tweeted. Oh, <laughs> uh, was that one of your tweets? You retweeted something that includes a picture of Trump, and it, it's not a flattering picture of Trump. He's got his mouth open, looking like an idiot. So, uh, so that 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 came up to as you, right? Well, that's okay. There's a picture of like someone f- mm-hmm. uh, of a chick fingering her ass that, with the caption "Rock On." That also comes up in the Google image search for you. Uh oh. Oh boy, everyone's connection sucks today. So also, I've noticed that mention mention of me in Google is way down. Uh, yeah, I'm noticing that. Great, I just want to do that now. <laughs> you, 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 you know, though, say, I, say it five. Say it five. I you got. Did. I gotta say. Fuck. I, I found the best um, uh, picture that comes up, though. Uh, Brian, check out this picture that comes up when you uh, Google Venison screen name. And uh, keep in mind, the name of Venison show is Venison Stew. And I got here right. a, a picture of some ugly-looking stew with the caption, Venison Stew, remarkably more appealing to look at than listen to. <laughs> Oh, I remember that. 
Yeah. I forgot I forgot who posted it though, but I remember that. <laughs> so there you go. That right there is uh the the, yeah. the greatest image. I, I, I'm, I'm just surprised. I also found, Go ahead. I also found an imposter. I have an imposter. You have an imposter venison? Yeah, I have an, a venison 88 imposter. Because <laughs> it says that I have a blog somewhere. Like, I don't have a blog. I've never blogged in my life. I click on it, look it up. Is this due for the Philippines? I have no idea who he is. Oh, he's got the phone again. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know, someone in the Philippines is trying to take over my identity. I, I, I doubt that. <laughs> we should tell... Just, uh, took, took your name and not realized that. You, you know, you should reach out to him and tell him he can have it. And, uh, you know... Give him directions no. to, you know, move in so he can trade places. No. Well, there was another guy that was called. Wow, I thought I was bad at times. Excellent point, Brian. We totally understood every word of that. Oh, should I say it again? <laughs> I, I have had other people call themselves Brian Blues. Well, yeah. Well, Brian's a so, popular name, and blues is a popular thing. So. Oh, that combination, whatever. Uh, in fact, there was a Facebook account that I just took over and kicked. He had like two friends, and I kicked out his friends. <laughs> Unfriended him. How did you but take still, it over? In fact, in fact, I for some reason, uh, Facebook let me log in. And, you know, with my account, took it over and I changed the uh, password. <clears throat> Facebook let you take account. over another Brian Blues account. Correct. And you just took it over anyway? Or did you not know what you were doing? Or you just No, like, I purposely took it over. Uh, okay. And then when I realized, I said, okay, this guy might try to get back in. I, you know, went through all the settings, deleted any extra emails, all this kind of stuff. And then I took the image from uh, the Brian Blues account that I use and pasted over text that says, this is not the Brian Blues you're looking for. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now, what, what was your reason for taking over the account? I mean, and someone else might have been using that. Well, but it wasn't being used. That's the point. Oh, I see. You were like, were, "This is old. This is you know, whatever." Yeah. And I may it was as well. linked to it was linked to this Hotmail account that I was using. Oh, so interesting. You know, so it was kind of there. How and, did someone else set up a Brian Blues account linked to your email? I don't know how that happened. You you know you do start to forget because things. it it allows. Multi, you know, John Smith, which there's probably a million of them, they allow people to have the same na exact name, username. Right. So I, just kind of under the covers, they have some 
it, it's, you know, magic codes that identifies one from the other, and it's linked to an email address. It, it seems to me that if an account was made under your email address, the most likely answer is that you made it. Is it possible you made this account at some point in time and forgot about it? I mean, in old age, you do start to forget not, No, no. Well, I was much younger when I created it, number one. Right, right but now you're not. So I guess you think. And no, I had not previously created it. Okay, all right. You're sure of that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, here's the interesting thing. Here is really interesting. So I went through to change the email addresses on these accounts, and I was using the same password. And it comes back and tells me to say, hey, that password is already being used on this other account. How the fuck are they now? Are they monitoring passwords? That's the only explanation. Well, they shouldn't tell you that either because that's... Well, exactly. Yes. A security flaw is you never identify. Yeah. You know, you know, basically you say, no, that's an incorrect password and that's it. Otherwise, you get in, right? Never say anything about any password or link and whatever. So you shouldn't even admit that you have access to it. Right. You should say, oh, no, that's a hashtag. And they don't, you know, they don't even, they, well, they don't jive. They don't come up to any reality. You, you know, I, um, lately I've noticed a, a trend in certain accounts is to send you a request uh, that you are required to change your password because your password has been compromised on something else. Like, you know, hey, you use the same username and password somewhere else. That was compromised. We see that this compromised pairing exists in our system, so we're going to make you change your password. Uh, and that's quite interesting if that's true, that that's true. people are you know, checking compromised username and passwords from other services to try to prevent accounts being hacked on their service. And so I know I have some older passwords that have been compromised, but stuff like my, you know, banking and credit cards and stuff like that, I um I I, I keep that pa those passwords secure and I and I change those periodically. Uh, it's stuff I don't care about that I keep the old passwords on. And apparently, some of those passwords have been compromised at at this point that things are telling me. So uh, I probably should go through and change there's just so many things how do you even keep track of all the usernames and passwords you have out yeah i mean there? you want to use something that's simple to remember you know going from site to site you go to twitter you go to facebook you go to myspace whatever you want the same passwords something really simple like yeah panera red menu oh there we go there, there's my new password to change everything to tomorrow yeah Panera bread menu, and we're we are helpful here on the you too. You know, station. if everyone just used Panera bread menu as their password, that would be so easy. Yeah, uh, my only hesitation is it's a little bit long, but that's okay. Well, you want it's your password to, to be long. You want your password to be long. You know, true. Nowadays, you do absolutely. I agree. Panera bread menu, capital P, capital B, capital M. Uh, you, you know, throw in a few threes in places of the E's, put an exclamation point at the end of it. There you go. Perfect password. You could use what, that. Oh, wasn't You're it funny welcome. as hell? You weren't around at Tharco where they strengthened up the password rules. Yeah, I was. And, they, you know, minimum character was eight. Yes. And you had a lot of people bitching that they had a five-character password 
I mean, you'd never heard the end of it. Do you remember Ramesh? Vaguely. I never worked with him. He he, he was down in, he, he was basically over near the design area where they would pack up the boxes and get them ready right. to ship out. Uh, nice enough guy, but, oh, there was one morning. Design or in, in shipping department? Well, no, design. He was in that area, uh, where that room where the table was, but he didn't, he, I guess he... Oh, in that table. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, there's that little, that little strange room behind... Right. Behind that little thing where the table is and shipping. Right, right. Where they ba- they were basically... Uh, I think that's where they would... Prepare packages uh, to be shipped. Well, especially packages like cartons. Right. Or or uh, if wooden wooden boxes or right. something like that. But if you needed something shipped out, it's a little carpenter shop, I think. Right, and and if they needed, if you, oh yeah, they would get like you know professional, like you know high tech, I guess heavy duty shipping stuff, like preparing pallets and stuff like that. But if you just needed something sent UPS, you could basically hand it to them and say, hey, could you send this out? Now I usually pack things and ship them myself because it wasn't that hard to print up a label on the ups machine but um right but uh, no but he one morning he comes in and he had been out for a while and i think it was boise that forced the uh more stricter complexity policies uh on us and yeah there was a lot of bitching about that but you know it dies down rather quickly because everyone picks their new password uh everyone bitches about it for about a week and then yeah. and then you get used to your password and you shut the fuck up and move on with life. Uh, but Rabesh comes in and he can't remember his password. And so I um, set a um, default password for him uh, and set it to force him to pick a new password and said, OK, log in using, you know, welcome one, two, three, for example. And uh, it'll prompt me to pick a new password. And pick a new password that is at least eight characters, contains at least one uppercase letter, contains at least one lowercase letter, and contains at least one number. And you go, okay. It not let me in. Uh, what happened? Uh, and then he reads like the error, like, you know, the, the passwords don't match. I'm like, okay, try it again. And then, okay. No, no, it, it says password do not match. It, I'm like, well, did you fill in the old password again? Remember the old passwords, welcome one, two, three. Okay. No, it says, and I'm like, what's it say now? Uh, it does not meet the complexity rules. Okay. It needs to be at least eight characters. Eight characters. I thought it would be six characters. No, you said to be six characters. Now it has to be eight characters. Eight characters, eight characters. It has to be eight characters. Yes. How many characters? Has to be eight characters, Ramesh. Eight characters? Yes. But I thought it could be six. No, that's the old rules. Eight characters. Okay. Puts in the password. Oh, it doesn't take it. What does it say? It says it does not meet the requirement. Is it at least eight characters? Yes, it's at least eight characters. Okay. Now, remember, it also has to have at least one uppercase letter, at least one lowercase letter, at least one number. Okay. 
are you ready to like strangle me and get me to stop telling the story by now? Because that's what I was. That's how I was <laughs> feeling about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was right around this point of the phone call that <coughs> my phone comes into the office and sits at her desk. It's around this point of the conversation that I'm hitting the mute button and making weird gestures towards the phone just to keep my sanity. And <laughs> and, and 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 the thing is, is that. I, I have reached a very stubborn point at this point in my career that I should not have to walk from one end of the building to the other end of the building to teach someone how to reset a password. I should be able to handle this over the phone. And besides, if he locks himself out, I need to unlock the account from my computer, which is on my desk, and not from across the hall. So... A password reset you'd want to do in front of your own computer with Active Directory access. You don't want to do that at the person's desk. But at this point, my phone's like, you know, breathe, count to 10. You need to go walk over there and teach him how to change the password. I'm like, what am I going to do any different that I'm not, that I'm not doing here? The only thing I could do is tell him, you know, it's not like I'm going to move his fingers on the keyboard. This is simple instruction. Me being there makes no difference. No, you need to go walk over there and do that. And this was the thing that it's like, you know, I had a logical reason to continue down the path I did. I took her suggestion into consideration. I came back with a reason why I didn't want to do it that way. And she still insisted I do it her way. This is part of the reasons why there was so much friction between me and my fong. Because it wasn't, let me make a suggestion to you and let you continue on your way. It was, this is the way I would do it, so you're going to do it that way. And that's not a good way to manage. I don't, do, I, do I have a point here, Brian? Was she right? Yeah, the better, the better thing would be to say, okay, I'll go over there. But hey, my phone, uh, my would you sit with Active Directory open so we can reset the password when he fucks up? <laughs> well, here's... Here's what I did. I, I did before I walked over there, before my phone insists I walk over there, I did at some point get out of him what his password was. And then I asked him, mind you, this was after 10 times uh, telling him the complexity of rules very clearly. I did ask him, which one of those letters is capital? None of them. They're all lowercase. I think that was the point where I, I started making choking gestures towards the phone because <laughs> I don't give a shit that my fong is watching this unfold. She can strangle me for all I care because then at least I wouldn't have to deal with this. Right, right. And that's when she decided. The pain would be over. Yes, yeah. yes. My fong, could you my please fun. strangle me with this phone cable? Just disconnect the call before you do it so my dying, uh, I don't have to hear him questioning the password in my dying breaths, you know? Uh, so anyways, at some point, I took the password. I capitalized the first letter. I added some numbers at the end. I wrote it down. I walked down the hall. I logged into his computer. I handed the post-it note. I said, Ramesh, this is your password. Use this when you log on tomorrow. I think I actually wrote a rant about this on my blog at the time. 
you should have followed her suggestion anyway. You did it anyhow. Well, I, well, I modified her suggestion. I went down there with a plan. I didn't just walk down there to tell him how to change his password without having any control over the situation with no active directory. I came up with a game plan so I could walk up there, succeed at my mission, and walk back to my desk grab my coffee mug, walk to the coffee room, dump out the cold coffee into the sink and pour a new cup of coffee to go back to my desk and wait for the next interruption. Mind you, I hadn't had my coffee yet. So I was a little on edge. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, on the, on the password issue, uh, here's a funny story. Right. So, you know, we would get annual audits. You know, auditors come through, they do the books. But there were IT auditors that would audit our IT procedures. Right. Okay. And the manager at the time, that's before you were there, he had written out his password for SAP OSS login. Okay. And taped it to his screen. <laughs> now, there's nothing. There's nothing secure about it. It's just an OSS password. It means nothing. Right. But they saw that and they wrote him up. And we and we, you know, it didn't matter how much you could explain. That's a unique number. It's stupid. It's for the OSS login. It's not a security risk at any way, shape, or form. But no, they're going to write it up. Well, you know, there was one time I was trying to explain to you why something you thought was a security risk wasn't a security risk. And while I was trying to explain this to you, you started throwing water at me. What was the specific thing? I don't remember. When you log in to your profile, you have ac when you log into your computer, you have access to all the data that is part of your local profile. Right. Part of the data that's part of your local profile is cache data in Outlook. Okay. So when you open up Outlook, you can see your cached emails before it connects to the server and downloads new emails. Now, when it connects to the server, it checks your 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 credentials. And, you know, right. the server makes sure the credentials are okay before it downloads. And so you suggested, well, this is a security flaw that you can see your old emails before it verifies your credentials with the server. Right, and I, right. And that was, that was annoying to me. Yeah. And Well, no, this that was, was a little thing, but it was annoying to me. No, this is perfectly yeah. fine to me because you're yeah. already logged into the computer. You've already gained access to your profile data, which those cache credentials are part yeah. of. You've already yeah. entered in a valid user or password to have access to that data. That I, yeah. I, I don't see the problem here. And I was trying to explain that to you, but that was probably yeah. before coffee. And so you started throwing water at me from your water yeah, bottle. Yeah, I was sprinkling some water on you. You were being baptized by Brian. Baptism yeah. by Brian. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I mean, but, you know, I, I was just irritated about the whole you were irritated. And I was that actually morning. expecting a little sympathy from you, rather than you know the yeah. blah blah blah. If, if but, you, you know, I mean, if you were right, big... you would have had my sympathy. But you were, yeah, true, true. I mean, you were right, but it I, was just to me, it was an annoying thing. Well, that's all. You know what? I didn't. It wasn't about right or wrong. It was about the technicality of it. That that was interesting yeah. to me. Sure. 
to think out that process because I was like security risk. I was yeah. thinking, would Microsoft really have that obvious of a uh, certainly Microsoft will have security uh, uh, risks or, or, or holes, right. you know, because they need to keep all the people employed that write the patches for them. But right. I was like, is this really a security issue, something this obvious? And I thought it through, which was, you know, and, and so I was interested in it. And when I thought it through, I came to this conclusion as to why it wasn't a security risk, because it was cached data that was part of your profile that you had already logged in to gain access to. And so you had already. And so to me, I was just right. like all excited, like I thought this out and came to this conclusion. I lo- and it yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, but you were just like, well, I want sympathy. I was still Fuck annoyed you. with the whole I was still annoyed with the whole thing. And, and you were the, the target of the baptism. That's all. Right. You, you the <laughs> last thing you wanted with your rant was some, right. you know, smart ass going, "Well, actually, it's perfectly fine because and so you're just Yeah, right, 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 Fuck right. Fuck you, you get water. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Which which was not as bad as uh, the time Nick bitched me out for uh educating him about Christmas socks. Oh, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, you were you were uh, you were there when that happened. Well, I remember hearing about it. I, I don't remember if I was there or not, but he was. He went nuts. He oh yeah, he went off on me. Yeah, like, nobody uh, asked you. you. You stay out of this conversation. You. <laughs> oh, he was he was pissed. He was. And then again, you know what? I, he got pissed at me. For for the mo- there were things I did that were innocent and were well intentioned that he misunderstood. Like, yeah, right. well, yeah. well, well, because typically Brian and Nick would take turns buying <coughs> half and half because they were always going out for lunch and going out to the store or whatever. And I never had a convenient opportunity to buy half and half, and and so I yeah you know, I just you know. It was free for the taking, and so I would put a little splash in my cup. But in my mind, I felt it was very important to never take the last of the half and half because that was not my half and half. Nick and Brian paid for it, so it would be wrong for me to throw the last splash of half and half of my coffee and and have purchasers of the half and half come into the office and not have half and half available to them. So when I would pick up a half and half, if the container was light, I would do a little shake to kind of check, is there enough for three splashes in here, or is there only one splash in here? And if there was only one splash in there, i put it back down, and I'd use the powder. So that was exactly what I was doing, and, 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 and that was, you know, out of consideration to the people who bought it. Nick goes to Brian and starts bitching about me being a little ballsy making shaking gestures with the half and half with an attitude of hey why haven't you bought some more half and half yet dipshit when I never bring in half and half that was how he interpreted the shake like I was trying to like you know be noticed like hey you should buy some more half and half like I was pissed about it when it was like no well, well, but but on top of that somehow he thought that Maybe you should be, you know, buying a share or something like that. You know, taking a turn and getting it or something and, like that. I mean, it was weird. To me, it's like, 
you know, this is not a big deal. Well, that was that was fair, but also not a big deal. And it, and it wasn't that I was trying to dodge it. It was just that it wasn't convenient because, you know, you, do, you usually bought it at lunch and there was no discussion or sign up board. And, and usually it wasn't running right. low. And, and, and I think like one time I did buy it and then he like brought in two cartons at the same time. And then we had like, you know, a, a fridge filled with half and half. And, yeah. uh, you know, so it was going to go bad before you. Uh, right. Before you got to it. I, you had your own like coordinated schedule going. I wasn't in on it. But Nick was the type is the type of personality to be to think things like that and make comments like that but apparently my shaking the carton he took it, it's funny how it was such an yeah. innocent oh, yeah, thing sure. that i actually was trying to be careful and, and, and courteous about and that he took it as a completely rude gesture and, and so brian would you know do right. things like you know uh, when i was out at lunch with him he'd buy half and half and give me the bag and say you bring it in and put it in the fridge Right. If anyone asks, you bought it, and I would buy it too. But uh, and and we would make sure yeah, that I, mean, I I never really thought it was a big deal. I mean, who cares? Yeah, yeah. You know, for whatever reason. Yeah, but it uh, was just a thing that you know. A lot of times you're working with somebody. You know, there's something that they do that just irritates you, right. and either you kind of put up with it or and shut up, or or you flip out and i think he flipped out well well i think nick did a lot more putting up than flipping out because i i, I, I he i don't you know what he, he liked me well enough but if we didn't work together we'd probably never be friends well but is that true with a lot of people that you work with yeah, well i mean you, you, but, never, you know I, I mean but yeah but this uh, this is to another level like you know if, if yeah if, if we like met at a bar somewhere and we sat down for a drink, he'd probably try to find. He, he probably realized pretty early on this guy pisses me off. I, I don't I don't want anything to do with him. Right, sure. I, I, I'm gonna go find a, 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 an escape here. Uh, uh, you know right. that 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 is you know, but but because we had to work together, we we found common ground on things like uh, uh, our our interest in uh, the plot points of uh, all my children. And, uh, right, right. Once you got the two of us talking, that was all always I, interesting. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I, I got to say, all my children had some great plot lines. Whereas I would talk to him about some television show, and he would find something, some way immediately to shut it down and, and start. You talking know, about like I, I mentioned. Oh, hey, have you seen? Uh, oh, be a uh, beat Bobby Flay. Okay, I don't know if you've seen that on the Food Network. No, no. I find that to be hilarious. Okay, and he just goes and says, well, Bobby Flay's an asshole. (laughs) But that makes it funny. He's an asshole, and the whole thing, there's a lot of, uh, you know, banter uh, about, you know, there are these, you you know, it's hosted by two chefs that know him. Right. And they're trying to pick a guy that can cook something and beat them. That's the, the nature of the show. Right. And there's a lot of banter that goes on back and forth, trash talking and whatever. It's all in fun. Well, it, it just, it just... And it's hilarious. So, you know, if if Bobby Flay comes up to be like a big asshole, they, they just laugh, make him laugh harder. I mean, it's... Right. Well, check that show out sometime. Well, you know, you'll, you'll, you know... You'll see what I mean. It's, it's funny. Basically, if you're trying to talk TV to Nick... And it's not all my children, and it's not Dexter. It's not worth talking about. 
Right. Oh, uh... But on that note, I do have to go drop the car off at the shop down the street. So we're going to put this show to bed here. But be sure to check right. check us out next week when we'll be simulcasting here and on NHBShow.com. And we will be there unveiling... TV shows we're talking about. And we're going to unveil the new promo. And what were you saying, uh, Venison? I said there's plenty of TV shows that's worth talking about. Well, no, we were just saying that's what Nick thought. Um, but what yeah, have, you, what have well, you learned this week? Uh, well, I just recently learned that I'm no longer famous on Google. I mm. used to have, like, you know, hits in the six-digit numbers. Now there's only a few things on four pages. What happened? You got some work to do. What about you, Brian? What have you learned? Yeah, Venison, you got to build that back up again. Yeah, really? Uh, I used to show up in some really weird-ass places. <laughs> so what have you learned, Brian? Well, uh, I learned a little bit about this uh, Android. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of fun. Still no Wi-Fi, though? Uh, no, I'm going to have to watch the video that uh, see if the guy gives any hints beyond... You know, what do you do once you, once you boot up? Okay, well, we'll have to uh, check back on that next week. And uh, yeah, I've learned that Panera does, in fact, have a bread menu. And it looks damn tasty. Yeah. Uh, on that note, um, thank you for everyone for listening. Check us out next week, ancientradio.com, uh, for all your internet radio needs. FAMP will be on tomorrow. And uh, Dune's on uh, Sunday, 6 to 8. And uh, we got another show on Fridays. I forget the name of them, but check out com for details. Thank you for, or are they on Saturdays? Uh, you know what? I don't want to be a dick to the new guys. Let's plug the new guys properly because we do have another show on the network, and that is exciting. We have Outlaw Radio, Saturday nights, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There you go. You want to, you know, check out the new show. Give the new guys a chance. Should be pretty cool. Outlaw Radio. Outlaw Radio. Anyways, not a bunch of southern guys, are they? Anyways, thank you all for listening. Good night.